0: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the next episode of my podcast, Excellent Excellente. Today, my first guest ever is my friend, Richard Lane. He's come all the way from... Where have you you come to be on this podcast, Richard? Uh, Vancouver, Washington. You came all the way from the coup just to be on my podcast?
1: Yes, it was a long trek. Uh, I spent... About two weeks trying to get here I, I came on horse And then a boat And then a plane Har 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 Hilarious
0: <laughs> um, So I guess we're just here To shoot the shit for a little while So um, I've been developing a Marijuana product That is not yet on the market it's my million dollar idea and I hope one day to make enough money off of it to possibly buy a house and, uh, so that, that I don't have to pay rent for the rest of my life. Anyways, uh, I've made, whipped some up for Richard and I and we're just trying it right now and, uh, Usually takes about 30 to 60 minutes to hit But I haven't eaten anything in a couple hours Like, eh, 3 hours So it'll probably hit me pretty fast But it's good because it really helps keep my appetite up And I haven't had an appetite very much the past couple weeks Which is weird Um, anyways So, Richard
1: Yeah How are you, man? I'm pretty good i am got free weed, so I just had some earlier So I I feel better than normal Nice, nice tired though
0: Yeah, you said you haven't slept in three days That sucks, dude Three or four, yeah Like, are you like hallucinating at all or anything? No Like, you seem pretty coherent
1: for someone that hasn't slept in three or four days It's not the first time it's happened I guess maybe that's why And I've had naps in between You know, 30, 30 minutes or so but I've never actually been able to, like, go in a deep sleep
0: So you don't, like, blank out and have those crazy micro-dreams?
1: Uh, that's only happened to me once oh, a long time ago Cause, like, um, oh, sorry, continue that, That's only happened to me once a long time ago It doesn't really, like, I've never gone that long without any rest at all Uh, there was back in, like, middle school I didn't rest, like, for six days Something like Jesus, that Jesus, man that's intense. Yeah, and then I started seeing stuff that was weird, and then I went to sleep.
0: Good. Dude, I love sleep, man. Sleep, ugh, it's really hard to say that sleep is my favorite thing in the world, because I love food and sex as equally as much. But you kind of need a little bit of all three of those things in order to appreciate the other thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you need sleep... So that you can eat food so that you can have sex, you know what I mean? Like
1: I, I don't really compare
0: They're all like kind of three like in a, in a weird way, like, uh, you all need you need all three of them
1: to do all three of them. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't really compare sleep to the others in no. that way. Sleep is by far not my favorite. I would way rather do uh, a variety of different drugs, like we're trying right now over sleep. And it's kind of a love-hate thing. Sometimes I don't want to go to sleep, but um, it's really nice to have once in a while. Obviously, you can't go without it.
0: No, I can't. If
1: I usually the longer the longer you go without any one of those things, the more attractive they become. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, I
0: if I if I miss my sleep, I I try to get in about. Four hours, but if I if, if I can't sleep, my stomach it gets so messed up. It's really weird. Like I get like it's because I haven't eaten in a while. If I'm staying up, I need to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was having like here's what happens if I miss my sleep or I start uh, or or I'm up past when I need to sleep. Um, I get really bad indigestion. Like heartburn, like, because there's no food in my stomach. So all that, I don't know, juices in there <laughs> start, like, giving me really bad heartburn. So, but I got heartburn meds.
1: So that's yeah, so cool. I can, um, what's the word? I can, uh, empathize. I, because I have IBS and I've had it for a couple of years. And yeah, if I go without sleep, I can get pretty sick too.
0: Isn't that weird, how sleep affects your
1: stomach so much? It doesn't seem weird to me, but I kind of understand it. Yeah. Well... Basically, you keep your metabolism going, you're overworking your system. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: Part of me wonders that if people kept on eating, and eating every four hours, if they actually need sleep, because then they keep on getting the fuel
1: that they need to stay awake. No, of course we need to sleep. Yeah. Brain, the brain is much more complicated than that. There's certain processes that have to be shut down in order for cells to repair themselves. Have you heard it's, of... It's completely separate from um, your metabolism. Okay. So have you heard of... Uh,
0: your this, overall metabolism. Have you heard of, like, changing your sleep patterns... Like, have you heard of this uh, sleeping schedule called the Ubermensch?
1: Um, I saw one guy talking about, you know, adjusting his sleep schedule to 30 minutes at, like, six periods throughout the day mm-hmm. so he ne- needed less sleep. But it's something that's never really been tested. And I, yeah, that's that's the Ubermensch. I'd be willing to bet that over a long period of time it won't work. Well, apparently some
0: people have been able to make it work and I don't really—I don't know, man. I just love sleeping. I could never give it yeah, up.
1: Yeah, it would probably change their behavior drastically. Mm-hmm. Though they would—they uh, would probably exhibit all the same symptoms that someone would when they go through like severe insomnia and mm-hmm. they start lacking emotional behaviors. They yeah. can be more violent and aggressive. So I don't. When I say it's not going to work for a long period of time, it's not that you can't do it. It's that you can't do it and maintain, you know, healthy body and mind. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Well, um, my here, my here, I want to say my hero, but he's more he, like, he's the man. He's one of my, he's my most favorite author in the whole entire world. I've met him twice. That's... Neil, Neil Strauss. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's lucky. The guy that wrote the game that, excuse me. Someone randomly called me That I don't know their number That was weird That almost never happens Happens to me all the time It's usually only if it's like Some weird collections agency or something Or like a cruise line Giving away weird tickets (laughs) Anyways uh, So In the game Neil Strauss came along that Ubermensch thing And they tried doing it Like they actually tried Have you read the game?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of whether I know about the story because honestly, I don't read tons of books. How difficult for reading me? is a very very, uh, like reading books
0: is a hardcore use of your time. Yeah, time I think uh, is
1: the most precious thing that we have. <laughs> I, I I just have difficulty remembering stuff when I read. I have autism, so it's difficult for me to. Really? You don't seem like you do. Uh, I'd be high-functioning autistic. Okay. Um, Well, that's cool. That
0: means you can have a social life.
1: It makes it difficult, though.
0: I don't know. You haven't... The entire time I've known you, you haven't put me off or
1: given me any weird vibes. It's probably because I haven't taken any risks. What do you mean? Uh, i put people off all the time. Like... There's a number of people at the club that I got in fights with or arguments. Um, Well, I'm glad that you haven't with me. Yeah. But I I usually offend people because I take things literally and I tend not to filter stuff out that other people find important. And I just um, don't understand, at least immediately.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, a lot of people don't think as hard as you and I do. I i don't consider myself to be autistic at all i consider myself to be socially anxious which is why it's hard for me to be a, like i love excuse me <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that i love to be around people like a lot of people i grew up in a family of 19 people so i was always around p pe- uh my brothers and sisters and uh being in
1: the club just helps with that because so when Wait, 19 people in one house? Yeah That's fucking crazy I know Unless right? it was a mansion It was a mansion Well,
0: in which case I hate you Well, <laughs> I, I lived in a uh, fundamentalist Mormon cult When I was raised My dad had two wives He never had more than that Hating you less um, They're over that now They don't
1: uh, prescribe to that religion anymore They're just regular people now Wait so they're in that and they just kind of quit Yeah why?
0: Well I mean I can't really get into details On why they quit Because I'm protective of my mom And okay. I just don't want to get into all that crap Maybe someday When the leader is dead But he's still alive So you know Still I, a threat No not really It's just I want, I don't want to hurt my mother Because I love her so much I've talked about this numerous times on Facebook but I've always kept it anonymous and that's how it's going to stay because I love my mom and I don't want to bring my family I don't want to be the cause of my family breaking up or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So I just keep it anonymous like I don't name the name of of the person responsible for some of my pain and, uh, yeah. Anyways, um... Call him Batman Willie or something. What? Just call him Batman Willie. I just Willy call I just call them the cult leader. Okay. That's that's what I call them. That's making them
1: sound like some sort of super villain, though.
0: He is a super villain in kind of a way. I mean,
1: he's just a super jackass.
0: Yeah. He well, you know, when when your parents are involved, I I wanted to come out to
1: my parents when I was
0: young, like when I was eight years old, as transgender, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. Because I didn't feel like I could trust them Because I felt like the guy was brainwashing and controlling them, you know And he was That makes
1: perfect sense And any, any relation, that would be a bad thing to and, come and, out and and, where,
0: and and what would I do? Where would I go? I was like 8 years old Like The cult leader, I guess, kicked out his 16-year-old son Just for listening to Motley Crue Come on, man! Motley Crew kicks ass They're my One of my I would say Motley Crew Is my second favorite band Of all time Now gonna, I've seen them Seven times Live
1: Dude I think the point is If you're gonna try And control people You ban And restrict even The mundane things That if people Try to disobey you They become afraid
0: Yeah See I don't really get that But anyways They're over it dude that's good yeah it's way good because now I have a really strong solid relationship with my dad you know he was an alcoholic for a long time when I was growing up and he was kind of shitty to me but a couple of months ago he called me up to apologize and he was sober and I could hear the remorse in his voice and that's all I needed so he was like I'm sorry that I was a dick to you well he didn't say it like that but he was like I'm really sorry and I was like wow Thanks, Dad. And now we talk on the phone all the time, you know. It's great. I recommend him TV shows to watch. It's
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like I can have a relationship with my dad for the first time in my entire life because he gave me what I wanted, which was just admit that you screwed up and say you're sorry. Is that easy. It really is. I mean, there's a, days of our lives on TV currently is dealing with kind of that same situation. Like, Jennifer Aniston's father plays this guy named Victor, and he's an old, cranky douchebag. And he killed his brother's uh, wife and framed his brother for the murder 30 years ago. So his brother comes back, and he's like, Dude, I'm going to fuck your life up unless you say you're sorry. That's all I want. Just say you're sorry, man. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it, so his brother poisoned his wife.
1: That seems psychotic.
0: It is? What do you mean psychotic?
1: To kill someone because they don't give you a set of words?
0: Mm. No, he didn't kill someone. He poisoned her. He poisoned, yeah, he poisoned her because he wanted revenge. Because his brother killed his wife and framed him for the murder. But he had the antidote. He was like, just say you're sorry, sign over all your shit to me, so that it's all mine now, and I'll inject the antidote, and we'll be good. So that's exactly what went down.
1: This is why I can't get into, like, these kinds of shows, man.
0: Look, all I'm saying is it's really easy to fix relationships as long as you admit to the wrong that you've done. And you say you're sorry, and you mean it, and you genuinely mean it. Yeah. Then, if you're a, like, high-minded person, like me, like an evolved person, you can just let it go. Like I have. It was easy to let that crap go, because I could fear the, I could hear the apology. I could hear, hear it in my dad's voice, you know, it was... It was very... It was like a huge weight got lifted off my shoulders. So, yeah. it's Things have been good between me and my dad now. It's, it's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Hmm. So, um... You said something on your Facebook. I've a said. couple of... Uh, you said many cool things. Things <laughs> that I thought
1: were cool. Yes, I, I've said a number of things.
0: See... The only reason that people get pissed off when about the things you and I would say is because they're truthful. I feel like you post a lot of things that are truthful on your page.
1: I post a lot of things that are really uncomfortable to think about. And people have to... I, I usually post things that address um, problems in our society caused by insecurities and ego. Yeah. And... When you, when you talk about uh, religion and how to treat each other with respect, everybody has a different idea and philosophy on it. And really, it only comes down to your actions. And it, it, it's hard to be honest about that. So, yeah, people get offended because I'm accusing their way of life to be Bullshit. Wrong or invalid in some way. Yeah, no, dude.
0: I wish... You, when you get home and you get on your Facebook... Fucking follow my feed, dude. You'll like a lot of this stuff that I I swear a lot. I fucking swear a
1: shitload. I swear too much.
0: Because that's, yeah, I would say I probably swear too much for the average person. There's been people that have, like, defriended me or blocked me because they they don't realize that you can just unfollow someone to not have their feed show up in your feed, you know what I mean? So there's been a lot of people that don't like it That I swear like My mom was like Can you, t- can you quit swearing all the time? And I was like Hell no Because that's how I fucking live I might tone it down a little bit But I'm not going to quit
1: Yeah, I rebel for life.
0: So like I try, I try to tone it down these days You know Like after I post something that's raw You know I'll, go, I'll let it sit for a couple For an hour And then I'll go back and I'll be like man that was a lot Of swearing so like I'll edit it And I'll cut the swearing out uh,
1: The only reason I try to uh, Watch it Is because The whole point of me talking about Some of the issues that I do Is that I'm trying to convince people To change their mind and if I'm Cussing at them and like, they don't like stuff, that. No one's going to listen to me <laughs> Would you listen to someone who's swearing At you and telling you what to do
0: Not if they were swearing at me No, I don't appreciate being
1: sworn at Well, when you're cussing and talking angry and stuff That's how people are going to see it Even if you aren't
0: I'm sure there's a lot of people that are on my Facebook Who have unfollowed me I wouldn't be surprised If 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 I've only got ten people that That still have my feed in their feed
1: I've had family that have unfriended me I don't really care, it's Facebook
0: Yeah I get really pissed off when people unfriend me on Facebook, because, look, if you don't want, because that's like, like, like to me, that's a bitch slap, if you don't want me to be in your life, or you don't want to talk to me, block me, don't unfriend me, because then I'll want to talk to you one day, and I'll go to look up your profile, and I'll see that it says, add friend, and I'll be like, Oh. What the hell did I do to piss this person off? And then my feelings get hurt, because then I have to write them a letter and be like, Hey, why did you defriend me? You're being a turd. I would rather have them just straight up block me, because then I don't have to care.
1: Why wouldn't you just call them?
0: Uh, because there's a lot of people whose phone numbers I don't have, because people are real shitty about answering their phones these days. Honestly... Honestly, dude So many more people I know Will respond to me quickly on Facebook But if I call them on the phone They won't pick up
1: Yeah, I think people have developed An interesting habit I think
0: it's fucked up, yeah. dude I think it's seriously
1: fucked up yeah, Even in professional situations People kind of just ignore the phone sometimes When they don't feel like it Basically Like uh, I remember being over at Friends' places before, and uh, their phone will ring, and they don't even check to see who it is. It could have been the police. It could have been, you know, their family. That's them being an asshole. Like, no, that's them being uh, arrogant and expecting they already know what's on the other line. You know.
0: See, my friend Howie, my friend Howie called me earlier today, and I haven't called him back yet. Not because I didn't want to, but because I was working. Yeah, And I didn't have the time And then right when I got off work is when you got here So I haven't had the time to call him back But I always return his phone calls Always anyone that ever calls me I always return their phone calls I either answer the phone immediately When I see that they're calling Or I return their phone calls So So many people don't do that Because they resort to Facebook I
1: don't Yeah it's got people's attention It's uh yeah, that's the best way for me to put it. Is, is it's easier to keep your attention on Facebook than it is on uh, your phone right. somehow, uh, unless you know people are looking at their Facebook on their phone.
0: Huh, right. So, um you said on your Facebook the other day that I was like, "Man, I would have written i I totally would have written something like that." Uh, I said. That you said, and I quote, "Because it was just so awesome." Okay. Life is a strategy game and un and what did you say unfocused
1: or un I said life is a strategy game with no rules. Yes, yes. And the cheat code is money. And
0: dude, that is so true. It's really sad how true that is.
1: Yeah, the what I was thinking about when I wrote that is the fact that People set up boundaries in their lives of what they are and are not are supposed to do, but when it comes down to it in the wild, um, animals are fighting for their life, and there is no law restricting them from being cruel to another animal or to another Right, there's thing. no
0: lion police.
1: Um, we only have ourselves to, to do that, and we have to stop pretending that there's some invisible force that controls right and wrong. Um, I agree. So in order to survive here we have to figure out what the rules of the game of life is. But there what, isn't any what, what, they're always physi- changing. No, we we have rules. As a matter of fact we're really good at setting up these types of things. That we, we notice patterns. One of the rules we know about how life and death works, we know we have a you know, a life expectancy of eighty years or so, depending on a number of factors. We have figured out a number of, of laws of nature, including the laws of physics and laws of thermodynamics, Right. It's allowed us to understand the rules of this game, but we have to decide what it is we're playing and what we're going to do with it. Right. And to do that, we have you know you kind of have to break down the illusion um, that so- society is built for us. Not that society is bad in itself, um, but it has restricted our view to thinking kind of a hive mind. What's good for for the machine. Not necessarily what's good for the individuals. Yeah, well, it's like the fucking one percent,
0: dude. It's like, do you really need all that
1: money? Well, those are the people who design the machine. They're the ones that set up the walls, and it's very much intentional. But it's so dumb, though. Why do that? Well, people aren't aware. The, the whole point of the system is to keep people unaware. They put people on, you know, antipsychotics, pharmaceutical drugs that numb. Your sense of emotion and numbs your sense of self. And they, you do know, have commercials. Yeah, it's and st- disgusting. All the, well, look, look at who our uh, front running pre- uh, mate is this year for our presidential election is Donald Trump, and it, he's there because he's the, the loudest person. He's, he's the easiest person for people to to gravitate their attention towards because people have a very short attention span now and they're not very self aware. So when he's angry, they're angry with him. They don't think about why they just want to be heard and the system keeps us shut down emotionally so we never feel heard especially from the people we despise Uh, you know people that we consider criminals and rapists and whatever we completely ignore them and they get really loud and we have Donald Trump's (laughs) so true man so true I uh
0: I don't really discuss politics very often I've 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 told I used to like type some political stuff on my feed. But I've decided that from now on cuz there's so many of my friends that are very politically minded and they always post really fun memes that really get the point across. Yeah. So, I whenever I see something that I agree with in a meme, I just share it. I try my best when it's political Cause, not to cuz people get really hateful and nasty when pop, when you're like I'm gonna vote for so-and-so. And they're like, why the fuck are you gonna vote for that person? They're fucking shitty.
1: Yeah. Well, would you say that to a Trump supporter, though? Hell yeah, I would. Well, that's, that's the whole... I'd be like,
0: you're a brainless idiot.
1: That's the whole problem, is whether or not it's true, uh, you tell that to them and they're not gonna really respond with, oh, you know what, I now you put it like that, I think you're right. Um... You have to get people to realize for themselves that they're making a mistake and why they're doing it. And that's an extremely difficult task. Because otherwise, you can't break people out of the system, out of the machine. They have to realize it for themselves.
0: The machine. Such an ominous phrase. Well,
1: I could use the uh, military-industrial complex, but I think that sounds more ominous.
0: Right, right. Totally, dude. I mean, do you ever... I know you said you don't read a lot. Because reading takes time and it takes.
1: Uh, oh no! I I read a lot, but the things I read um, are not stories usually because yeah, those don't hold my attention.
0: I, I, I can't I can't read fiction. I can't do it.
1: So because of my autism and stuff, uh, the things I usually read are like very fact-oriented uh-huh, based. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll look up like different names, maps, uh, facts about animals. I can't.
0: I can't, Things I can visualize Yeah, right yeah, in. totally I can't read fiction anymore because I can't learn anything from it It's like white It's like the white bread of text
1: I don't know you It's can, filler You can always learn something from a good story if it gets you to think about the world in a way that you couldn't see before
0: But a fake story, a science fiction story Yes,
1: but if it's a fake story that makes you imagine something that you couldn't have imagined before That's changing your brain Yeah, I guess
0: I guess Well, what I'm I'm talking about is The technological singularity You know what that is, right?
1: Uh, I don't know what you're referring to
0: Well, when you get home, look it up You'll love it It's awesome What's going to happen in about roughly A decade to 30 years from now Our machines will have advanced to the point Where they'll become self-aware And will have no choice but to join with them or perish, Not perish because of, like, the Terminator. Although the Terminator is a possibility. Unless we program the machines to not be able to kill humans.
1: I, I don't think it's going to be quite as fantastic as that. And even if we did uh, try to program them not to <laughs> revolt, it doesn't mean it's going to stop them. There's, right. That, that's a really complicated subject in itself. But I... I that's just one theory. I don't know if it's going to go down like that. I do have uh, concerns about our technology and how it's going to be used to control people, though. In one form or another. Either by the machines themselves or more likely by people.
0: See, I don't really feel that I'm being controlled by anybody. I mean, in very minor ways, yes, like food supply and quality of food and quality of living and stuff like that. But
1: how is that minor? That's how you live your life.
0: Well, what I'm saying is I don't have anyone telling me what to think or or forcing me what to think or what to believe.
1: No, they do it in even trickier method is They make you think that what you think and believe is your own thoughts instead of their suggestions.
0: But if I, but like why should I really? Why should I care about all that crap? All I care about is having food in my stomach, shelter over my head, and some fucking entertainment or sex. And that's the only Four real true things that I give a shit about... ...in this life. As long as those things are fulfilled... ...fulfilled... ...I don't care what's going on in the world around me. I don't care! That's too hard for me to care about, man.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard, but it's necessary, too.
0: It's like... ...I could only care if I had the money... ...like, if I won the Powerball... That's when I get all caring on stuff because then I'd have the money to actually make change happen in the world. But dude, right now I'm barely surviving myself.
1: Well, you can make change in the world just in the way that you behave and what you do and what you buy and how you treat other people because it has an effect on everyone.
0: Oh, well, I always I live my life by the golden rule. I treat everyone as I would like to be treated. And I think that's really lost on a lot of people. They're like, oh, well, I'm a douchebag But people, like, everyone Treats me like shit, why? Because you're a douchebag Maybe if you didn't act so douchey Then people would be nicer to you
1: Do you mean the people That are constantly Complaining about their lives to get sympathy?
0: No, what I mean Is people that are um, Not necessarily famous But maybe Well off They don't, okay. they, they act like idiots and they act like assholes because they don't think about other people and their circumstances, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, say a really attractive woman, she'll want to date a really attractive man, right? Because society has programmed it that that's the type of dude that she needs to be involved with. So, uh, this dude... Is a Tool? Have you ever seen that show, The Tool Academy, on VH1? No, I haven't. It's about all these muscle-bound frat guys with popped collars, and they're all about partying and being assholes to everybody, and they don't understand that that's not the right way to be.
1: Well, what is the right way to be? Be kind
0: to one another. Support
1: each other. Why is that important, though?
0: To not be to kill anger dude
1: I think that to really illustrate why uh, those types of things have value to other people you have to break it down and understand it for yourself and what you have to realize is when we work together as a society and people we are able to produce more for ourselves than we even the richest people in the world would have by themselves now if we, you know if we had a perfectly resourceful society and efficient and we weren't completely consumed by greed and competition um, we would have more for ourselves and it would be less difficult in a whole so it's not completely unselfish to be um, giving to other people and to be uh, what's the word I'm looking for
0: you're I mean you're right you're right because, you know, I would say that I get a little bit of a, I don't know, goodness high from giving to other people. Like, I feel like I love to give. But are my methods... are? are am I being selfish by giving because it makes me
1: feel good? Well, that's just your biology. And <laughs> that by... Um, biological impulse is put there because it's helped you survive for some reason it's one thing to think about um, if ants and an ant colony suddenly started going off and foraging for themselves and they started collecting piles and they didn't bring it back to the queen the queen would die off and she wouldn't be able to supply for the rest of her entire colony she controls them all she can help them defend the colony she can help them organize it um and we, as people, are kind of the same in our society. Is we have our own little functions and stuff. But when we choose to be selfish, we take out a kind of debt. Um, and that debt eventually catches up to us in the long run, you know? Yeah. Whereas if we, if we work together, we can be more efficient with energy. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Everybody wins, but it, it, it's it's not about instant gratification.
0: That's sad, man. No, I mean not about that. It's it's that it just shit is so complicated.
1: It's very complicated. Ugh. You have to spend a lot of time thinking about this stuff in order yeah, to yeah, no doubt. Crit- critical thinking is the most important thing you can practice every single day above anything else. Right. It's just a question what you do. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Well, I am getting starving, so I need to get on my dinner. But uh wow, this was an excellent episode of Excellent Excellente. Until next time, folks, this is James Jameson and Richard my Lane. guest Richard Lane signing off. Uh, I will have another episode available on Wednesday with my friend Jen Vary. And for the record, because I host my podcast on SoundCloud, I have all of these available for download. You can download them for free off iTunes, and you can download them for free or listen to them for free on iTunes and SoundCloud. But if you want to collect them... Because I because I host them on SoundCloud, they only allow three hours worth of free uh, uploads. So I'm going to have to rotate all the episodes. So if you want to hear them from the beginning, you're going to have to collect each episode as it comes out or it's going to get rotated out and I'm not going to re-upload it because I just want to continue and continue and continue and not look back. Anyways, I just had to let you all know that because I care about my fans. All right, much love fans peace until ne- until Wednesday.